Welcome to the Lighthouse Experiment, a Freedom Center Church podcast. Welcome back to the Lighthouse Experiment. This is a new week. No doubt. Oh, man, pioneering again this week. Full on pioneering again. We're, we're bringing it to you this week in a whole different way. Right, two completely different quarantined locations. <laughs> so we, um, fun fact, we had ordered a cord that would be able to plug into our, um, what's it called, our sound panel or whatever to plug into the computer. So we've had all this stuff set up. We got it delivered today. Right. Nick's been trying to get all hooked up and we just couldn't get it from the main into the computer. So um, we're doing it old school today, kind of, with uh, good old-fashioned <laughs> voice memos. So, but we're just super eager to... It's all good. Yeah, to continue being in community with you all and to continue... Um, doing the podcast each week because this is super important for us to stay connected with you all and stay connected to each other while we navigate this together. So here we go. Well, all right. Yeah. What do you want? What a crazy week. Yeah. How has your week been, man? (laughs) Basically, that's it. I thought we'd just talk about what, you know, what it's been like, what the front lines look like. You know, it's definitely interesting. You know, we, um, in the field, like in the pre-hospital element, we're not really seeing quite the volume of cases that the hospital is, but I think that's kind of by design because they're they're trying to limit, like kind of limit the flow, if that makes sense. They don't yeah. want to just be inundated with everybody who thinks they might be, have been exposed or been having symptoms. Right. So, so, so everybody's been encouraged to stay home and isolated unless they're right. severe enough to come into the ER or the hospital. Right. Okay. Yeah. And a lot of that has been on like their primary, their primary care doc will advise them, you know, if they're, they're staying in contact with by, you know, telemed is, is starting to blow up and people are using that, which is where essentially you can FaceTime with your doc. Right. Right. Pretty much. And then, you know, get some guidance. But what's interesting is now that every call that happens, basically every call that comes across the radio, there's been some level of exposure. Right. Or just outright they are positive for COVID-19. Okay. Which makes it interesting. Well, two and a half weeks ago when we met, it was kind of the calm before the storm, right? Yeah. So what has the last couple weeks been like then coming up to this week? So it's just the cases have been increasing and, you know, pretty much everybody listening, I'm sure, checks Facebook or the Johns Hopkins site or, you know, COVID-19 backslash Michigan or whatever to get your information. The governor has been putting out new stats every day, I think, at two o'clock. And we're seeing the numbers, despite all the lockdown, the numbers are just driving up. You know, to I think we're as of today at two, it's New York, New Jersey, and then Michigan, as far as how many cases across the country. Okay. You know, you... but the good kind of news, what they don't really report, 
Um, if you can, you can look up Beaumont Hospital on Facebook, and they have this board, this whiteboard that they use, and every day they put their their wins. You know what I mean? So That's it'll cool. be like we had four patients come off the vent. We had two patients that are gonna be discharged today, and they're gonna go finish their recovery at home That's and stuff really like cool. that. So that's kind of what. Um kind of what Teresa kind of posted from yesterday is like, Hey, I I was able to leave my shift with everybody being like, nobody died on my shift. Everybody was stable. You know, I mean, that's, that's a big deal to hear that. And that's encouraging. Right. Yeah. So other than that, everyone's just kind of hanging in there. You know, it's, it's interesting because call volumes are extremely low for, you know, because Flint is a pretty high volume uh, EMS system. And right now, call volumes are pretty low, and I think it's just based on the number of folks that are kind of following the rules and staying home. Okay, which is good. That's what. From a business standpoint, (laughs) it's kind of it's adding a new little layer of stress for our our owners and management team. Okay, you're saying the numbers are going up. Is that because? everybody that's been in contact in the last three weeks are like, who's got it, got it. Or does that mean that not enough people were self-isolating or what does, what does that mean? Kind of, kind of all the above. They're, they're kind of finding that this, this thing, and you know, I'm no medical expert. I just, just from what I'm hearing and, and we get updates, updated emails from our med control and they're kind of finding it, the virus to mutate. You know, when we started, it was, you had to have direct contact with somebody and then it was coughing, you know, was a, a main symptom. And then, you know, now it's the fever and the coughing and the fatigue and there, and it's mixed in some, some gut issues, some GI stuff, you know, like the, the nausea and the vomiting and the diarrhea. And now over the weekend, they're also, they've also added in, um, like loss of some sensory stuff, like loss of smell, loss of taste. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. But that also, you know, that's stuff that goes with the flu. I mean, I get that when right. I have a, like a respiratory infection or a nasal, a sinus infection. So do you think that different bodies react differently? Allegedly. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> they're saying, they're saying there's some blood type differences and stuff. Okay. But you know, that's the, the thing is, is this, we've never seen this before. Right. So while at the beginning of it, we'd have all the flu comparison it's not really a fair comparison because they're basing that off numbers that happened in like 2017 and 2018. Right. And this is not really yet even peaked. Right. Right. You know, so it's, it's crazy. I'll tell you that. Yeah. It, it's weird to feel, I, me personally, I've kind of intentionally not watched the news and watched the numbers too much um, because it, it's a careful balance with me with getting discouraged. And the couple times that I've ran out to the post office or had to go to the store, um, I've driven down the road just praying peace and protection over our town and our city and families right. and, you know, and stuff. So I, I've not to be ignorant, but I know that I have friends that are not ig- ignorant. Like you, Nick's been keeping up on all the data and stats and stuff. So I've just been like, you know, right. I'm just going to hold my head up and keep praying for people. And it, um, so I, I've been a little bit intentional about not being on the news all day long, which I honestly don't think is good for anybody to be on it all day long. Yeah, no, 
Absolutely not. But um, but my cousin, um, my cousin posted yesterday, my mom's cousin, she works at Covenant in Saginaw, and she's home fighting COVID right now. She's a right. ER nurse, an RN, and uh, she put, I mean, she's a spunky, feisty lady. Like, she's like, I'm, I'm eager to get back to work, you know. Um, so just praying and believing that she's going to be on the men very quickly. Um, but we know of another individual that has, you know, some immune system health issues and stuff and, and he's fighting it right now and stuff. So it's just, um, we, I checked in with one of our teachers today cause you know, we got the new, everybody got the news today that the governor is, um, closing the schools for the rest of the school year this year. Um, yep. so I, I texted the teacher and just said, Hey, how are you doing? You know, like we're just taking one day at a time. We're doing good. We're bummed, but you know, we miss you. It's hard to be separated from everybody, but thank yeah. you for everything that you're doing right now. Cause it's not easy for them either. And she even, she even said, you know, yeah, we're just believing that, you know, God has the final say in all this. She's like, I know folks now that have passed away from COVID and that are fighting COVID. So Right. It's like everybody's touched at this point, you know, in one way or another. So. Right. And not to be, you know, I don't want to belittle anybody who's lost somebody or anything like that. But I, I kind of, for me, I believe that it had to get, we had to get here for people to start taking it more serious. Yeah, unfortunately. You know, and like there are some people that, that we know from our, from our, you know, our church home that we're still kind of doing the math and it's not that big of a deal. And it's just, you know, there's no, it doesn't, the science isn't substantiate the panic. Right. And then, then I told my pastor that, you know, I'm, I really don't feel good. You know, I don't know. I don't know where or when I would have been exposed, but I mean, you know, and then that got put through the staff. And then the next thing, you know, everyone's kind of hitting me up. And now it's different, right? Because right. now, hey, we know now we know this dude, and it's now it's real. And right. but I think that goes with pretty much any type of anything like this, any type of crisis or big thing. You can kind of compartmentalize and distance yourself from it right up until you can't, and then right. The, and so well, up until while the numbers point, increase, I mean, up until the last week or so, I mean, really, to only see your local businesses being hurt, people that you know getting laid off, like, you know, right. to see all the aspects of this, except the sickness portion, it's kind of like, are we overreacting? Everybody's buying out everything right. from this grocery store. Like, there's that little bit. Of, I mean, I mean, I know that we were there about a month. We're like, it's going to be fine. It's not going to be that big of a deal. Oh, yeah. You know, and... um. Like, this is my job, man. And I was, like, fully on that. I was on that bandwagon. I was like, come on now. <laughs> like, everyone settle down. And then all of a sudden, now it's just not that way. Right. You know, as soon as... Well, we're getting updates. So what'll happen is at some points during the day, we'll, you'll hear the dispatch update us that a certain, like, senior living apartment building has got several positive COVID-19 patients that live there just on the kind of be advised so when it you know and then you go to the gas station I don't know if you've heard this one but if you're like at Speedway yeah at the pumps all of a sudden that there's a lady voice that comes on and is telling you as while it's rather seductive it's also rather condescending <laughs> but making sure you remember to wash your hands and if you have any questions go to 
COVID19.gov. Yeah. I mean, it's everywhere. I you mean, know, it's and then you're like, all our bill this websites. Is, this is I real mean, now. it's everything. Everybody's got a COVID <laughs> update on their website. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. Everything. They have COVID commercials between TV shows. But like the nursing homes. When like homes, a month ago, we the, were like, no. Yeah. Well, the nursing homes I don't get because that's either coming in from a family member or that's coming in from somebody that works there, right? Right. Or they've gone, you know, patients gone to the hospital. Like initially, <clears throat> you've had, like if you look at the timeline, really is the 14-day number is the, that's the key. That's like the incubation period or whatever. And that's when the symptoms should, should, if you're going to have symptoms come out. So if you got, you know, you got this resident or they went to Genesis for something unrelated, but while they were there, all this stuff started happening. You know, while we were trying to get ahead of it, but not really getting ahead of it. And then, you know, maybe they're asymptomatic and they go back to their nursing care facility and, you know, they had it and they passed it. They're saying now that one in four positive tests are eight that have no symptoms. You just, That's you know, crazy. you feel absolutely, absolutely normal. So, yeah, that that is why. So that's that's more the reason why that we're the numbers are still climbing. Okay. So if one in four, if there's, you know, I'm not good at math in my head, but if there's, we'll just say 10,000 positive cases in Michigan, and if one out of four of those doesn't have any symptoms, it's pretty easy to figure out why the numbers keep climbing. Yeah. So... But, you know, the cool thing, though, if you want to, we can get on the, you know, what's the kind of the silver lining or the bright and shiny is to look what the community is doing. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just like every other time, right? This is, you know, why when these situations happen, why I like it a little, like I feel more comfortable. I really almost like being an American more because this is when everybody rises up, you know, and and does their thing, whatever that may be. Yeah. You know, there's entertainers and, and stuff like that on Instagram and they're on lockdown too, wherever they may be, but they're singing a song every day <laughs> yeah. or telling stories or just putting out good content. I messaged a dude the other day. I'm like, man, thank you for doing what you're doing. I think mean, good content during downtime is like, that is huge. paramount. That's huge. Like, it's your mindset in the right place. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, it's We were doing lunch and stuff like that, so I wasn't on my phone or anything, but Nick came in from the garage today, and he was like, did you hear it? And I'm like, no. He's like, the governor shut down the schools and stuff, and there's that little bit of, you know, I'm not really surprised, but then there's that little bit of, like, I'm bummed, you know? Like, I'm right. one of those, I'm one of those people where... I'm the person that they needed to do this in pieces for because I just need to get to the next small goal, the next small goal, you know, just mentally. Oh yeah. Um, but, um, you know, there there is kind of that moment of like getting discouraged and then it was just kind of like popped in. I'm like, no, we're, we're resilient people. We're tenacious and we're resilient. And we're, there's another word I, I had thought of today that we're just, um, we're strong and we rise up when we need to, you know, and, oh, yeah. and I think that 
so many people are learning incredible things even about themselves, about relationships, their family, just where they are in life. There's a business group I'm a part of, and there was one gentleman that shared um, there was a time that he was, he did some missionary work. And he actually, I forget what he had, but he was in a third world country fighting um, like a virus like this and was quarantined for 30 right. days by himself. And it was basically, he had no ventilator, no access to healthcare and was just kind of left in the house by himself for 30 days. Kind of like, if you make it cool, if you don't like, don't pass it on type thing. Um, <laughs> right. And he was like, I really thought there are times where one, it's incredibly difficult to be isolated like that away from people. And second of all, I really thought that there were times where I was, I was, wasn't going to make it that I was going to die. And it was those moments where I really kind of made some pivotal decisions about my life, about what I wanted my life to look like, like decisions about the future and stuff. And so, um, I think that, I mean, absolutely. If we can avoid unnecessary trauma like this, absolutely. But there's also, an ability to come out of this. And I believe that we'll come out of this better people, better community. Oh yeah. You know, it's been so humbling to see what people have been willing to do. Um, the masks that are being created, the whole like spider web of people that are like coming together to, oh, to yeah. make masks and stuff. And it's overwhelming to, and incredible to do whatever they can do, just getting involved and doing whatever it is. You know, it's, yeah, it's been super cool to watch that super cool but it's i don't know it's times like these like you were saying it's times like these when we really rise up what's cool to see it's kind of brag on freedom center church it's just how they just it's like they've adapted man i don't feel like they skipped a beat i mean it was thursday before they shut down schools to begin with and they were already like okay what are we doing what are we doing to reach people like we're going to continue reaching the lost at any cost that doesn't cost us our beliefs you know at the same time honoring the governor and not breaking any rules either you know um and pastors are essential workers you know so they've still been allowed to run errands and and work um but i know that they've yeah, it's been tremendous to see what has come out of this and just the, t- the again, the pioneering again all over of what they've been. Right. They've been helping other churches set up their online giving and live stream stuff. Um, they've helped some pastors oh, yeah. record some sermons so that they can still. Yeah, my re- mom's pastor recorded it. Really? Our church. That's so cool. Yeah. yeah. So they're not only just for their their church family but like for anybody they post on like if anybody right. needs anything call the church call freedom center <laughs> you know what well, was pretty cool today too because i posted on facebook i was just trying to find an open coffee store oh, yeah. that wasn't that. mcdonald's or speedway or tim hortons and so a bunch of people hit me up but then then chris hit me up and he was like hey we want to you know, we want to obviously bless these businesses, but how can we get coffee to EMS folks? That's awesome. I was saying, you know, it's, it'll be hard because most of us are up in the city. So for us to get down to Fenton, it'd be near impossible. But I said, but you could post a couple people up at the parking lot where Farmer Jack's was by Qdoba and Grand Blank or across from rallies up in Flint. And then everybody, because it's so central, everybody would be able to roll past. <laughs> That's really cool. And he said, sweet, we're going to see if we can make that happen. Wow. <laughs> it is. And people are so appreciative. And it's cool to see. But what's even cooler is to see these nurses and docs and 
uh, EMS folks that are, they're, it's really kind of opening their hearts and they're seeing, a lot of them are seeing Freedom Center for the first time, you know, and like what it's about. Well, it, and are just blown away by the nonstop hats and masks. <laughs> and anytime they ask, a friend of mine's a nurse and she hit me up today. She said, it's crazy because anytime, all I do is post and say, you know, our ER, we need more hats and we need more masks. And it, they just make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> it's just incredible. That's, but you know what? When, when, when somebody goes through one of the hardest times in their life, and they're seen and somebody comes and walks with them in that, that's one of the most humbling things in the world to be. Right. You know, it's just, it's incredible, you know? And, and I think that this has been a wonderful opportunity to let um, these folks know that they are seen and, you know, and even teachers right now, like, I think a lot of parents have a lot more appreciation for what teachers do because, (laughs) (laughs) you know, my kids, I don't know. They forgot. They forgot their mom was a teacher. I think (laughs) (laughs) their mom's Uh, boss lady, man. She knows how to rule rule the world, man. She's got them a lock. But I know that it's been hard for Carrie because she's not able to teach her students. Her students are right. in it. Most of them don't have access to what they need in order to right. continue their education during this time. And that's been hard and devastating, too. Yeah, yeah she she misses them terribly. So she's been able to email with a couple kids, but that's about yeah. it. Yeah. But when you know you could be helping them navigate this and you can't, that's... I imagine that's, that's hard. Right. So, but, um, you know, and I'm hoping maybe during the summer they'll do like, I don't know. I, I imagine, I don't know. I, I was bummed for my kids just because it would be nice to have some sort of closure like event yeah. to be able to go see teachers one more time and stuff. But I, so I don't know how that will all work. Maybe something this summer or something, but, um, we'll take it one step at a time, but. Well, you know, so we'll kind of, I hope we get a handle on this deal quicker, but what I'm kind of betting on is that when the weather gets hot, hot, like July, you know, these numbers will be dwindling, but then you'll literally be able to go outside because the the killer of the virus is the heat and the UV rays, you know, which is why like the warmer weather states aren't kind of suffering quite as much. Okay. Okay. But... So hopefully it doesn't take that long, but you know, we'll, we'll get through and then we'll have a little bit of summer, but in Michigan, we always just have a little bit of summer. (laughs) So, so it won't really be that much of a big change for us. Yeah. But you know, at the same time, I think we need to kind of double down and realize it's going to get a little bit worse before it gets better. Yeah. But also if, if we do the hard things now, then right. we we can make a big impact and dent on how this plays out. So, yep. you know, and I know that Nick and I have texted you many times of like, gosh, it just it sucks to be home feeling like we're not really doing anything, you know, but it's so, no, but... so important that people keep staying home, keep staying isolated, keep making those smart decisions to stay washed and protected. Like if you're going to go to right. the store, be gloved and covered. 
and don't with yeah. your gloved hands then still touch your face and everything <laughs> you know what I mean? like, and your phone and your money yeah. and all that yeah so but yeah. what's cool is to like what i would say for people is to if you know someone you know and a lot of people that listen to this know me so and whatever if you want to hit me up via text that's pretty amazing but it's important you know because for a lot of us you're just sitting out there kind of waiting on this invisible enemy you know yeah. waiting to see where it's going to strike next you know which would i imagine i you know it's a lot like waiting on when uh enemy in combat's going to strike and but knowing they're out there so when we're in downtime and stuff like that just hit people up i encourage uh folks via our lighthouse experiment facebook page just to be hitting up one person a day like for us for hit up your colleagues just check in on somebody doctor nurse medic emt whatever just check in you know because that's that's what's going to hold us all keep us all kind of headed in the right direction yeah and I mean, if you want to take a selfie or, or something of you and your team or you geared up, um, you know, be sharing those encouraging posts on social media and tag the lighthouse oh, yeah. experiment, you know, like we want to see that and we want to continue sharing like what Beaumont's doing, sharing the positive too, even though we've got all right. the share the wins. Yeah. We've, we got to share the wins. The, the losses are extremely important. Be praying for those families and doing what you can for those that have lost loved ones or are in the middle of the fight right now. Um, but man, let's, let's be sharing those wins. Cause that's going to keep our, our eyes focused on, on the goal. Yep. Heck yeah. And then also I, I shared a post last night and in it, I encourage people that if they just need to get stuff off their chest to hit up the Facebook page messenger. Yeah, I love that. Just click that tab and just unload. That was We're good. really the only ones that see it. It doesn't it's not public. Right. Yeah, I mean it this isn't you know, I mean you even said today, like, hey, I signed up for this, but and yeah, you did. You went to school, you signed up for this, like this is the career you chose. But it doesn't mean right. that it still doesn't suck and it still doesn't mean that this time isn't difficult. So you know, lean into your friends, your family, your community. Lighthouse Experiment is here for you. Um, we're praying for you. We stand with you. And if you need anything, if it's a physical need, if you need food for your staff, I mean, whatever that looks like, if you need something, please hit us up. Right on. We'll we'll make it happen. Or mm -hmm. we will get it, the information to the folks who will actually make it happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> absolutely one way or another yeah. we will we will yeah absolutely speaking of that somebody from florida bought pizza for our ambulance service today no way <laughs> is that crazy that is so cool <laughs> i don't know who nobody knows it's just it came from somebody in florida that's so, so good i assume it's somebody who we've took take took care of at some point yeah but well, and that I was, was talking cool. to somebody earlier this week, um, and they're actually a retired RN. And um, she was like, you know, and she, you know, so she's early sixties, and she's like, you know, it, it's hard to be home when you know oh, I, yeah. I could be out there if I was still working. And she's like, and and I would do it in a heartbeat, you know, like I, I'm not afraid of it, and I would. You know, she's she said the same thing. Like she's um, taking care of patients all those years that had different things, and it, it, she just knew the protocol and knew what she needed to do to to give them care and still be safe. And um, 
she's like, but you know, we got to remember that praying is extremely important and it's an honor to pray for those that we'll never even see the, like same thing with the pizza. We'll never see the other side of that prayer and what that impact does, but it's, it's huge to be able to be just declaring protection and peace and healing over, um, over everybody that's on the front lines of this and those that are fighting the virus too within the community. So, so just remember that your, your prayers matter and, um, it, it makes a big difference. Absolutely. Man. All right. Well, this was definitely an interesting episode. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's, we want to, it's just going to sound different. So bear with us. Yeah. And you know what? Everybody else is being flexible, so we'll be flexible too. (laughs) Right on. We'll keep getting these episodes out to everybody. So one way or another, we'll make it happen. Make it happen. All right. Well, just kind of as a final thought, you guys keep your heads up. I know I'm out there too. I know that we all are kind of deep in the suck, but these are those times we just kind of, we're out there on the front lines, they say. So just keep our heads up, keep fighting in that same direction, and we'll get this thing taken care of. And just keep listening to us. We're here for you. The Lighthouse Experiment is here for you. Check us out on social media. I'll try to be keeping stuff posted on Facebook and Instagram. And stay safe. Amen. And for those of you who are on lockdown, on quarantine in your homes, thank you for staying home. We appreciate it. And thank you for washing your hands. Peace.